beloved, you are listening to Grace Life Komi Podcast, a platform commissioned by God to raise men into completeness in Christ Jesus. We believe that you will be blessed beyond measure as you give yourself wholly to this divinely inspired teaching. Through God's servant Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna. Grace to you, Jesus is Lord. Welcome back. So now we need to understand something. That if it were to be oxygen, we've done this study before, we've done it. If there to be oxygen, I get what I'm saying, that made Adam a living soul, then God would have not needed to bring into Adam. We studied that when we're dealing with um, um um, Ezekiel, the value of dry bones, I get what I'm saying. The difference between the dry bones in Ezekiel and, the, and Adam was that now Adam was a beautiful sculpture on the ground, I get what I'm saying. Now, God has already told Ezekiel the prophet, command bones to bones, command sinews to cover the bones, and command flesh to cover the sinews. Now, so as it were, the bones in the valley were beautiful sculptures the same way adam was what a beautiful sculpture in genesis chapter 1 verse 20 6 28 downward are you get what i'm saying all right now but in ezekiel god commanded ezekiel to command the wind as breath to enter into the 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 army because they were already covered in flesh but in genesis God did not command the wind to enter. God breathed. The difference between Adam and the um, Ezekiel situation was that it was wind that came in to the um, people that had already been dry bones had to cover with flesh. So it was a physical, natural wind that came in. Oxygen entered into them. They became a great water army. But in Adam's case, it was not oxygen that came into them. It was the breath of the Almighty Himself that came into them. Now, so for Ezekiel's dry bones that received life, they needed the intake of oxygen to receive life. For Adam, he needed the intake of the Spirit to receive life. So it meant that for Ezekiel army to continue, they had to be intaking oxygen and exhaling carbon dioxide to continue living. But for Adam, he needed to keep intaking the Holy Spirit. Yes. <laughs> To continue living. I get what I'm saying. Now, so when we say to be alive means to breathe in the spirit, it means a contention, a martial, a continuous intake of the Holy Spirit. Be not drunk with wine where it excess, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. A continuous the Holy Spirit is a life, the spirit life is a life working us. But what does it mean to be filled with the Holy Spirit? It means to have a continuous consciousness of the spirit life. <laughs> A continuous conscience. That is how we breathe in the spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? When we are continuously conscious of the spirit, you are just conscious that the spirit life is your life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Nobody can get you out of that consciousness. That's what it means to breathe in the spirit. Because Adam was breathing the spirit to live. Ezekiel's army, Ezekiel's army were breathing oxygen to live. Child of God, you know what? We do not breathe oxygen to live. We breathe the spirit to live. The new creation breathes the spirit to live. That is how we live. That's what the Bible says, in him we live and move and have our being. 
Because he's our we breathe in the spirit. We breathe in the spirit. We live by the breathing of the spirit. We take the spirit continuously. A continuous consciousness. That's why after a while we just have to pray in the language of the spirit a little more. We are breathing in the spirit as we do that. We are breathing in the spirit. 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 In the name of Jesus, the new creation will not clean or not created after the order of Ezekiel's army. No, it's called the new creature because. He, he 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 was created after the old the, the first creature, the fallen creature Adam. Adam was the old creature, but even as the old creature, he became old because he had fallen. But he was a new creature that became an old creature. Now the new creature in Christ was created after that order, and that order is that the, the new creature breathes in the Holy Spirit. <laughs> we don't breathe in the flesh. We don't breathe in oxygen and breathe out carbon dioxide as new creature. We breathe in the Holy Spirit. We breathe in the Holy Spirit. As our spirit man breathes in the Holy Spirit. We must be conscious of the Holy Spirit. That's why when we pray the language of the Spirit, we are, we are, we are keeping our consciousness. When we, when we just say thank you for the Spirit, when we keep communicating with the Holy Spirit, thank you Holy Spirit, blessed be the Spirit of God. We celebrate with you. When we just, when we remain conscious, of the Holy Spirit, we are what? We are living in the Spirit. We are breathing in the Spirit. Without breath, there is no life. Without breath, there is no life. So without this consciousness of the Spirit, our spirit man as new creatures can be broken. Remember we learned that. As a broken spirit, dry the bone. You can have a broken spirit as a new creature. Why did your spirit get broken? Because you have lost consciousness of your spirit life. Your spirit cannot die. Yeah. But when it can get broken, when you lose consciousness of your spirit life. So we have to remain conscious of the spirit life in us. Without our spirit man, we never get broken. And by remaining conscious of the spirit life in us, we are breathing. We are breathing. That's how we breathe. 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 That's how our spirit man is sustained. Not by oxygen. Not by oxygen. Our spirit man is sustained by the consciousness of the spirit. Hallelujah to Jesus. Job 33 verse 4 says, The spirit of God had made me, and the breath of the Almighty had given me life. Job was speaking based on an understanding of Genesis chapter 2 verse 1 7. You see, Job was, it's believed that Job was a man that even lived, you know, before um, Moses. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's believed that he lived before Moses. But you see, but Job had a revelation that 
Moses also had it. Because it, um, uh, what, um, uh, Moses wrote the Pentateuch. So it was given to him by the Lord. The Lord gave him what the Lord told Moses what happened. I cannot say in Genesis. But not only did, was Moses was not the only person that the Lord told what happened in them. Genesis. Another person the Lord told was Job. Because this message, this statement he made, was a statement that came from an information. <laughs> the Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty has given me life. How? Where is that kind of information? How will he know that? If it is not that, he knew Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. <laughs> and in fact, Job got to the point to say, how, how, how I wish I had a mediator to mediate between me and God. Job knew that there was a need for a mediator. He knew that there was a need for Christ. He and he said a mediator. So the same way Moses knew that there was a mediator coming, a savior will come like me to you. Job was seeking for a mediator and he said one. And he knew that it is the breath of the Almighty that gives him life. Not oxygen. Job is the one talking here. That is Job knew what new creature is meant to know. Job was a Shanamakata. He was basically before the Old Testament, but had a new creature understanding. Because it is a new creature that the breath of the Almighty gives life. It is the creature that it is the first the first Adam, the breath of the mighty gives gives it life. He knew before the first Adam became a fallen Adam, an old creature. He, he was he was actually a new creature, you get what I'm saying? And the breath of the mighty gave him life. And that was the same order that the new creature we are now follows. The breath of the mighty gives life. How come Job was talking like that? He had the revelation that the new creature is meant to have. Yes. Why would Job not say the oxygen gives me life. You know, if you go to the book of Job, Job spoke about Milky Way. Yeah, go to read the book of Job. He, he talked about Job said a lot of scientific things. We talked about the Milky Way. He talked about uh, so that means he knew science. If he knew about Milky Way, he would have known that there is exhalation and inhalation. He may not have known that it's oxygen we take it to survive. And then carbon dioxide that we take out. Are you get what I'm saying? But he would have known that it's inhale and exhale. Why would he not say it is inhalation and exhalation that gives me life? No. But he said what? And the breath of the Almighty had given me life. And this, he says the Spirit of God has made me. The Spirit is capital S. He was talking about the Holy Spirit here. The work of God. The Holy Spirit, the Hakodesh work of God. That's Hebrew. Hakodesh work of God. Holy Spirit of God. And he says it's the spirit, the ruach of God that made me. See, that is what we're saying. We understood that it's the spirit of God that is the life of the new creature. Is that not so? And it's the spirit of God that that, that incubated that um, um, conceived Jesus in Mary. And the new spirit of God is also the one that conceived the new creature in Jesus. Is that not so? So the spirit of God is actually the maker of the new creature. Are you get what I'm saying? And Job was saying, the Spirit of God that made me up. This guy knew something that we have not known. We, 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 that was ahead of his time. You know, when you read this book, this, 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 this uh, man of old, you begin to see that they had a depth that if only this our generation can just see the little of. They were seeing what we are meant to be seeing. They were living in thousands of years before, and they were seeing what we are to enjoy. The Spirit gave me life. Spirit made me, and the breath gave me life, and that's why we can live in the spirit. So, 
To live in the spirit means to breathe in the spirit. Have your life in the spirit. Have your life in the spirit. It's not in and out. No, you just have your life there. When breath stop, life stops. So it means that living in the spirit is breathing in the spirit. That means if you stop living in the spirit, you are dead. For the new creature by right, you cannot live outside of the spirit. That means when you live outside of the spirit, you are an old creature already. Yeah, an old creature. So, <laughs> so see, this, that's why we are staying on this, so that we can understand who we are. We can't actually live outside the spirit. We actually live in the spirit. If you are not living in the spirit, and you're not living by the spirit, it means you are actually an old creature. You are there, you are not born again. So, if we are to live by the Spirit and in the Spirit continuously, it is meant to manifest in our walk in the Spirit and to manifest in our daily life. If it is not manifesting, it means that on a larger scale, we are having broken human spirits among the saints. And broken human spirits are making to start the normal of nonsense. To allow the flesh have its way. Not to break the egg, the serpent is died. When there's a crack in the wall, water will find a way and pass through. When there's a crack, the serpent will find a way and pass through. So when the spirit is broken, and the flesh is having its way to start ruling, 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 ruling. But we must be conscious that we live in the spirit. We must be conscious that we breathe in the spirit. Outside the spirit, we are dead. We cannot live outside the spirit. I get what I'm saying. He says, if you want to live outside the spirit, it's not possible. So, but why are you living in the spirit? Go and check your, your, your natural spirit, your, your human spirit. There's a break somewhere. I get what I'm saying. Learn the breakage, and you see that that's the way to live. I get what I'm saying. All right, then, number two, to live in the spirit means it's well, praise God. Huh? For minutes, so help us. To live in the spirit means to enjoy real life, which is that of the spirit. To enjoy real life. So, it means for the New creation. The only real life is the spirit life. Every other life is fake life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. You see, I don't know why a lot of times Christians like fake life. I don't know why. I don't know why we like fake life. See, but you are, you are being too spiritual. No! If I'm not spiritual, I'm living a fake life. You say you are forming spiritual cocoa. Hey! If I'm not living spiritual cocoa, I'm living a fake life. If I, that life you want me to live is a fake life. And I can't live it, sir. This life you are saying is too, I'm too, I'm doing too spiritual. That is the real life. And this life is a life that is to be enjoyed. It means what? Enjoy real life. And this is a life. What? Enjoy. Real life. Do it. Do it. The real life. One of the problems we have is that people enjoy um, a fake life. Yes. We enjoy a fake life. And we believe that that is what we are supposed to do. Praise God forevermore. John chapter 10 verse 10. It says, The thief commits not, but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. But I come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. That's all. The thief comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I came, that you may have what? Life. And have it what more abundantly. That so you may have the real life and then have it what more abundantly. Why should it be more abundantly? So you can enjoy it. You can enjoy it. The spirit life is a life that is enjoyed. No, you don't understand until you start walking in the spirit life. I listened to a man of God and he said one thing once. He said, you know, there was a day here, the Holy Spirit told him to do something and he disobeyed. He didn't do it. He said, and as a result of that, because he didn't do it, what happened was that. 
The Holy Spirit, you know, the Bible says, grieve not the Holy Spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? When you grieve him, it actually means you have kept him quiet, you have shut him out. And he's not going to struggle with you, he's not going to strive with you. So the Holy Spirit kept quiet, the Holy Spirit did not talk. The gentle spirit, he didn't talk. Then one day he noticed that before, when he's traveling, he lives in a very, in a city in Nigeria that you can leave one location to get to the other point to take a power. Said before, when he's, when he's moving, when he has to move, the Holy Spirit tells him where to take to avoid traffic. Said, and so, because he disobeyed the Holy Spirit and he didn't you know, want to flow with the wind of the Holy Spirit, that day the Holy Spirit kept quiet. He didn't tell him where to take. He said he stayed in traffic. Hey, he said the traffic, the traffic, traffic thing is so bad. It's so bad. When the traffic goes so bad, it's not like that. <laughs> it's not like that. I say, but well, don't you say you don't want to visit to me? They say, no, no, it's not like that. I don't mean it like that. Please, ah, I can't assume this traffic was too much. Please, please, I beg you. Let's get back to the very patient before the first. So, can you make it to flow? I say, yes, I beg you. And that was her, so I did that. And then the reason it started off in the game, always in traffic. Praise God forevermore. And now, is that serious? That this spirit life is a life to be enjoyed and it's an enjoyable life. Jesus came to give us the life that is enjoyable. So living in the spirit means enjoying the spirit life. They say, I don't like this life, it's not fun. I don't understand what you're saying, it's not fun. Then you are living the wrong life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because this life is actually fun. It's actually exciting. It's a beautiful life. It's a sweet life to live. You know, we are coming from experience of when we see how God, how God always makes a way for us. When people begin to ask us how they wonder how we are always ahead of them. It's a spirit life. It's a spirit life. I get what I'm saying. It's a spirit life. It's a life to be enjoyed. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 17, he says, But in the living God, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. So the spirit life is the life where God gives us all things to what? Enjoy. Remain connected. Teaching continues shortly. Beloved, we will like to introduce to you one of our latest book releases. Titled, Serve the Lord Christ, authored by Chimdi Ohahuna. This book is the beginning of new experiences for every believer serving the Lord Christ in the body of Christ. God is the rewarder of all who are diligent in their service to Him. Thus, rewards naturally comes to the faithful servant of God. However, motives are paramount to our service in the kingdom of God. If the purposes of the one serving God are not good and acceptable, the service cannot be good and acceptable either. As a child of God, you have an assignment to do for the Lord here on earth. Find out how to walk in God's purpose, fulfill the course of the Lord and receive the glory set before. This information in this book will be helpful and useful for individuals, families, groups and local churches. Order a copy today via Amazon. Enjoy. We enjoy this life. Are you get what I'm saying? I see someone that wants to come and enjoy the first thing that comes to our mind is materialism. Yes, God will also give us material. But you see, there is the enjoyment that comes into the spirit. Knowing that you are, you are, your life is not yours. Knowing that this life is part of God. You see, one of the greatest enjoyment you can ever have is to know that God. And to know that, see, you are living a life, you are living the spirit life. So the question is, can the spirit fail? No. Can the spirit fall? No. 
can experience it. So all the things that cannot happen to the spirit cannot happen to them. They're like to be like angel. So living the spirit is enjoying the real life. Ah, that is the real life. Every life on the other life is fake life. Praise God forevermore. Fake life. Fake life. Fake life. And we see a lot of Christians who want to live fake lives. Fake lives. We want to live fake lives. Amen. We want to live fake lives. But we're not called to live fake life. We are called to live a real life. It's an enjoyable life. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. You enjoy just like David is saying, my heart is indicting a good matter. My heart is indicting a good matter. It says, How sweet are my meditations? This is a sweet life. It's an enjoyable life. You know, an enjoyable life. You know what a life that you just see that anything is sweet. It's sweet. You're just on point. Always right. Always precise. What a beautiful life. To live in the spirit is to enjoy the spirit life. And see, you have to determine to enjoy it. Because it's enjoyable. You see, when something is enjoyable and you're not determined to enjoy it, you cannot enjoy it. Have you not seen people that don't enjoy some food that are enjoyable? Are you going to say? Some food that are enjoyable, but some people don't enjoy them. I, I, um, one food I know I like is bread. Bread. In fact, it was that serious that my father would look at me. But my father actually told um, my wife, he said, your husband likes bread. I can eat bread anytime, any day. Bread, I like bread. I like bread. Yeah. You know, I enjoy bread. I enjoy bread. But I once met a lady who said bread makes her true. She doesn't like bread. I get what I'm saying. She doesn't like bread. So it means that even though this sweet life is enjoyable, there are Christians who are not enjoying it. I get what I'm saying. I met a young man who says, since he got born again, he's no longer in jail. And I said, I don't understand what you mean. Wow. This is strange. I said, so why? Why? He said, you know, before he got born again, he used to have the girls. They were having the girls to be enjoying. But since he's born again, no more girlfriends to enjoy. I said, what? 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 How can a person be enjoying destruction? And he said, that's enjoyment. He said, eh, no choose what to enjoy you. You see somebody... I remember I saw something somebody put on the circuit. He put a healthy lungs, a pair of healthy lungs. And then he put a pair of a smoker's lungs. And he said, if you like, continue smoking. Everybody sees it. Are you getting me? But yet they still enjoy it. Uh, somebody was speaking once and he said the medical doctor was smoking seriously. And they asked him, but you don't say that this thing is not healthy. It's not good. You are the ones who say that smokers are liable to die young. He said, yes. And they said, but why is it that he said something must kill a man? <laughs> so how can somebody be enjoying death? So that is the reason why you see that people Christians don't enjoy this real life. They want to enjoy the fake life. I was the man of God and he said, what is the problem? He said, drink from your own system. Enjoy your own system. Enjoy your own. He said, why do you have to go out and go and scatter your energies and be at risk? But you see, some people believe that that risk is when they realize it. That trouble, it's not every risk, that disaster. It's not, it's not, that one is beyond the risk, it's a, it's a, it's a short disaster. Some people believe that that's where they realize it. And they want to do so. We must, that's why we need to understand that the spirit life is a real life. But to live in the spirit life, we have to we have to decide to enjoy it. Yes. Why? Because it is enjoyable. The spirit life 
is enjoyable. So being in the spirit is what? Enjoying the spirit life. Are we together? That's what it means to live in the spirit, to enjoy the spirit life. And then, we're not going to be finishing this today. Amen. Um, we have to continue tomorrow because we're going to, be, we have to take time to really look at this very well. You know, um, one, one of the challenges that a, lot, that a lot of Christians have is that they have decided what they want to enjoy in life. They decided, they, they, and have defined what enjoyment is. They have defined enjoyment. So, based on their definition of enjoyment, they actually do not enjoy the real life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. But most of the time, what we have to define as enjoyment is not actually enjoyment. Enjoyment is the life of the spirit. Oh, how when we get to the time, in the Azusa revival, people were hungry for prayer. They were hungry to just share fellowship among the brethren. When it is time to pray, you see them excited to pray to get out of brethren. Now, what do we have today? We have a lot of Christians who are in a hurry to meet the company of brethren. Microwave services is a problem, we are in a hurry to meet. Yeah. I remember when I was in my, um, as a teenager, when we were attending the fellowship to have used to attend, we had what they call FAF. was fellowship after fellowship. Actually, many people, some people will come to fellowship them because of FAF. When we close the fellowship, you will see us hang around and we will be we'll gisting with ourselves, talking with ourselves, gisting with ourselves, talking with ourselves. We will meet every Thursday. But far more so important to us. We will talk with ourselves and then we will stroll all those good days. We trek. We stroll with ourselves to the various junctions where we now take our buses to our various locations. But today, as first service is closing, everybody to their car. Everybody is running away. Aside the fact that it's no longer in existence, we don't even have time to fellowship together and brethren, feasting on the world together. Pastor, do the 40 minutes teaching, let's go and go. 35 minutes, 40 minutes is not getting too much. Let's do 35 minutes and let's go. Let's do the quick things and let's go. I'm not against that. Are you getting what I'm saying? What I'm trying to say is that over the, and the same people that cannot stay for more than two hours in the church service, they are the ones that will go to football match and will sit down for hours. They are the ones that will sit in the cinema for hours. They are the ones who will sit in front of television watching movies for hours. We don't we we, we, we define what real enjoyment is. If we tell Christians, okay, we're we'll, we'll talking about gathering together now. On your own. Just sit and sit on the word of God. And just enjoy the word. Enjoy study. My, my brother, which time? I don't have the time. That's what you hear. Okay, let's just stay on your own and just in this time pray in the language of the spirit. Just go, go for 30 minutes, one hour. Just keep enjoying. Just keep, my brother, what would I be praying in tongues for one hour for? That's what you hear. Why? Because we have defined what enjoyment is. We don't, we don't enjoy the spirit life. So we're in a hurry to do every, to, to just do any, everything with the spirit life, sharp, sharp, and then let's go to our natural normal life. For us, we have the spirit life. For, for many um, believers, we have, we have divided it to the spirit life and the natural life. But that's not actually who we are. We only have one life. It is the spirit life. Our natural life finds a place in the spirit life. But here we are. We have made the spirit life find a place in the natural life. So we give 12 hours for the natural life, one hour for the spirit life, and continue the next uh, uh, 11 hours for the natural life. We create time for God. 
we create time for the spirit life. No, 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 no. Actually, we are meant to create time for the natural life. Because when it is what you don't, you see, when you enjoy something, you don't create time for it. There's no time for it. You just keep going. Are you get what I'm saying? It's when you actually don't have so much, you know, you have to create time for it. Are you get what I'm saying? But something that you just do, you just enjoy it. You don't create time, you just flow with it. Are you get what I'm saying? So by right, you are meant to create time for the natural life, not the spirit life. When the spirit life becomes an enjoyable life, we now start creating time, we now create time to eat. <laughs> we create time to bath. We create time to eat. You get it. That's it. Praise God forevermore. And then number three, what does it mean to live in the spirit? To live in the spirit means to have true life, which is that of the spirit. To have true life, which is that of the spirit. To have true life, which is that of the spirit. John 17, the spirit says, and this is life eternal. That they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. John 3, 15 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. This is where it begins from. To live in the spirit is to have the spirit life. That's where it begins from. Now, having it and being conscious that you have it. See, consciousness of the spirit life is very important. I may have something, but I'm not conscious that I have that. Thing. I can lose it. Are you get what I'm saying? No. So, for example, I'm not saying we can lose our spirit life. Are you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But what I'm saying is that we can lose consciousness of it. For example, if you have, if you have a phone, what you do is when you're walking on the road, your phone, you want it, you are conscious of it, is that not so? You don't just lose consciousness of the phone. Because if you lose a little consciousness of the phone, either it falls off or a second owner takes it. Are we together? Same with the spirit life. We must have it and maintain the consciousness that we have it. So that we don't get broken spirits. So that we don't get broken spirits. Maintain that consciousness that you have it. That's how to live in the spirit. I'm born of God. I live in the spirit. I walk in the spirit. This life is not my life. No, 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 no. This life, the world didn't give it to me. The world can take it away. Jesus said, I have the power both to lay down my life and to take it over. So, Pilate, you can't, you, can't, you can't take what you didn't give to me. That is why I am unkillable. I cannot die just like that. No, it's a spirit life at work in me. Do you know what? Even if the devil tries to kill me, the spirit in me will bring me back to life. I can't have The spirit life in me will bring me back to life. No, they stoned Paul. Are you getting what I'm saying? They stoned him and they took him for being dead and they left him. He was in the bed bedroom. They stoned him and they took him for being dead and they left him. In other words, we have killed the guy. We have killed. But you know what? He, he said the life and I crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. But the life and I live, I live by him who loved me and gave himself for me. In other words, you don't understand people. You stole me, but you don't understand that I don't have my life. You cannot kill a man that does not have his life. So, you cannot take something that you did not give. And you cannot take something that is not in my hand. For example, if this Bible is in my hand, you can come and take it from me, that also. But when it's not in my hand, can you take it from me? How can you take my life from me when it's not in my hand? You can only take my life from me when my life is in my hand. Sir, you stole me and thought I was there, but the life is not in my own, number one. Number two, it is not in my hand. So how can you take something that is not my own and is not in my hand from me? Are we together? And so when they stole him and thought that he was dead, they left him. The Bible says, he jumped back to life. 
I told the boy, I go back to the next day. I go looking at this guy, okay. Why? Because this life is not his own, but he's conscious that this spirit life, he has it. So you cannot take it. When the Bible beat him, what happened? He shook the Bible to the Bible and the Bible. And the way he went to swell and he did not swear. He was looking good, man. Cool. He was just cool. And then they said, no, this one must be God. They started worshiping. How can you take what you did not give? Did the Bible give him life? But the Bible will take your life. I cannot say, nobody can take my life. The devil cannot take my life. It's not possible. You see, this life is not my life. It's the spirit life that's working in me. So it is when the time is ready for the spirit life to soak in and let's transcend to the higher life, then I cannot transcend. It's as simple as that. Not sickness, not disease, not um, accidents, not uh, nothing, nothing. Can take sick. Why? Because you are, we are conscious of this spirit life. That's what it means to live in the spirit. We are conscious, too conscious of it, that there is this spirit life. I have it. So, I live it. I have it. It doesn't mean I'm going to look for trouble because I have this spirit life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. But trouble come and look for me. The trouble is going to have a bad day. Man, was Paul looking for trouble when the viper came to bite him? But the, bad, the viper had a bad day. Very bad day. Very, very bad day. If the viper did not die by fire, you would have died by the blood of Saul. My office would have died. I learned that the blood of sheep, they are poisonous to snakes. Yeah. And when snakes bite them, their blood. The place just wells and they carry on their normal life. <laughs> and so, the point is, it's like that. That spirit life, oh. the devil tried, he sucked, he tried bite, he died. I carry on my life. Mm, I carry on my normal life. I'm enjoying my life. I'm going. That consciousness has to indwell us. I have the spirit life. I have the spirit life. I have the spirit life. It will make you share a lot of nonsense. Last night I had so many stupid, stupid, stupid dreams. I wake up, I just pray. I was not praying loud. I said, I mean, I was praying for like two hours, from like 2.20 to like, you know, after four. I was praying in tongues, praying in tongues, talking to the Lord. And I will, I will fall asleep. I will have some dreams. I will continue. I pray. And you know, when I was having stupid dreams, I told myself, and I said, I've been praying to the Lord. I'm not shouting. I'm talking to the Lord. I'm not shouting. Then the devil wants to interrupt my discussion by bringing stupid dreams as I sleep. I said, if I did not shout when I was talking to the Lord, I will not shout when I'm dealing with the devil. It's a simple understanding. What's the problem? It shows that you are insecure in yourself. A man in authority does not need to shout. I will not shout when I'm talking to God in his sleep, in, in, my, in, my, in my prayers. Then the devil will not give me some stupid dream. I will not, he will not start making it increase my tempo. It means that I fear him more than I fear God. It means that he's making me jitter. So I will not still shout. I'm talking to the Lord calmly in reverence. I will talk to him as one who has authority from the Lord. Tell him, shut up, get out, the name of Jesus. And I continue my discussion with the Lord. I cannot say consciousness of the spirit life. It keeps us calm. It keeps us relaxed. It keeps us assured. It keeps us in command. And with this, we manifest the life of the Spirit. Now is your moment of salvation. 
If you are yet to make the Lord Jesus Christ, your Lord and personal Savior, we request that you say this prayer along with many others now. Say this words, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner, I repent of my sins, and ask that you forgive my sins. I believe that you shed your blood on the cross, died for my sins, and rose again in the third day. Today, I invite you into my life today. Wash me by your blood, make me your own, until eternity be my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you Lord Jesus, in Jesus' precious name. For your love gift of any amount to Grace Life Kami Podcast, kindly use any of our giving channels available, to give in dollars. You can send to Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. Account number, 033-154-551-2013. Swift code, M, B, G, H, G, H, A, C, to give in CDs. Universal Merchant Bank Ghana, you can send to account number, 033-254-551-2017. To give in Naira, you can send to Ecobank Nigeria, account number, 554-102-0592. Also, for further enquiries, you can call us on, plus 233-54-594-7132. OR, send us an email via ministry at gmail.com. Today, remain ever blessed. We believe you were blessed listening to this teaching from God's Word. May your soul remain ever refreshed and revived. We would love to hear your praise report today. Beloved, remain connected to Grace Life Comey Podcast. Jesus is Lord.